It's the Michelle the Trainer Show with your host, Michelle the Trainer. Michelle the Trainer. MTT is Michelle the Trainer. and welcome to episode 31 of the Michelle the Trainer Show. Today's very special guest star is writer and composer Chris Edgar, who has written music for film, theater, TV, digital series, commercials, and more. Chris has worked on award-winning films, including his animated musical Steve's Quest, which won numerous awards, including the International Academy of Web Television's Best Animated Series Award and the Best Original Score Award at the Holly Webb Festival. Also a songwriter and drummer himself, Edgar has toured around the world and written with signed recording artists. Edgar aims to bring together the musical theater genre with film and animation in new, unique, and entertaining ways. I met Chris because I interviewed Jen Page, the director of a recent rock opera that they put together called The Breakout, a rock opera, which is in the festival series now. We'll tell you more about it. I really enjoyed talking to him. He's brilliant. The music's great. His writing is fantastic. And I hope you have a terrific day. Thank you. Aloha and welcome to the Michelle the Trainer Show. Today's very special guest star is Chris Edgar, who is a musical mastermind. I met him because he wrote a musical called Breakout, which is a rock opera. Chris, are you there? I'm here. It's good to talk to you, Michelle. So good to talk to you, Chris. I want to know how you got started with all this. Tell me everything. Sure, sure. Well, well, it started at a very early age when uh, I started playing drums when I was four, and then I couldn't stop playing drums, I think, uh, ever <laughs> since then. Uh, and I started playing professionally when I was a teenager, uh, playing with various bands, uh, some of which are much better known now than they were then. But uh, yeah, that's what I was doing. Like who? Uh, There's a a folk rock singer named Stephen Kellogg, who now is a signed artist and he's had a lot of albums. But I was playing with Steve back in the day when, you know, he he was 18 or 19. and We were doing small tours around Massachusetts and and Connecticut. That's cool. Largely in the folk rock genre, for whatever reason, that that was where I focused. And I would play with my brother who played bass and guitar and so forth. Uh, Then I started getting into writing for film and writing for musical theater. And those are, are the two niches that I feel from a musical perspective right now. So not as much playing drums and more focus on piano and composing and stuff like that, but still still doing the music. And so you do all your own lyrics and all your own music. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh yeah, and I also have some solo material that I put out as, as a solo artist. But my, my big project right now is The Breakout, which uh, is a film that's on the festival circuit right now, and that's a movie musical. Yeah, give them all the details on that, because you converse it better than I can. Sure. Well, The Breakout is about a high school misfit named Albert and his quest to rescue the girl he loves, uh, who's called Scar- or who's called Kara, is, is her real name, and her nickname is Skara, to rescue her from a psychiatric hospital that she gets committed to. And unfortunately, the reason why she has the nickname Skara is because she's uh, she's a cutter, meaning that she does self-harm, like she cuts her arm, which has become unfortunately common among teenagers. And uh, that was initially presented as a musical in San Francisco, and I decided that I would try to get it to a bigger audience 
than it had at the time in, in these sort of you know small 99-seat theaters in, in San Francisco. And so I decided to initially present it as a web series. And then I met Jen Page, who you've also talked to. Yeah, Jen Page is my guest on my other podcast, the International Women in Film podcast. Okay, continue, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> sure. She convinced me, well, why don't, we, why don't we set our sights a little bit higher and see what we can do presenting this as a feature film. And so that's what we're doing right now. And you've seen the film, right? Yes, I have seen the film. So Breakout was in Los Angeles, shown recently. The, the time today is July 2016, just because we don't know this show may come out in the fall of 2016. About a month ago, it showed at the festival Dances with Films. So the movie is in the festival circuit now and probably will be for most of 2016. But you told me a story that when it was a stage play, tell me your story about San Francisco on stage. Sure. Well, uh, because of, uh, I guess, a double booking that one of our actors did, I ended up having to be in the musical. What part did you play? (laughs) I was the principal. I was Mr. Rizzo. For one night or multiple nights? (laughs) No, it it was just for one night, but uh, it it was completely unexpected. And isn't Mr. Rizzo in the movie The Lion King voice? Yes. uh, Gino Seegers is the name of the actor, and people might know him from Banshee, the TV show that just had its finale. Um, where he plays a pretty a pretty scary customer. Yeah, he played Mufasa in a touring production of The Lion King, of the Disney show Pair of Kings. So yeah, he was. He has he's a been significant voice. That's fantastic. Yeah, we were we were very lucky uh, to be able to work with him, and uh, he he could actually sing all of the songs an octave down from where he was singing them. Like he he, he his voice could get to such a low range. And so then, what did you do? Uh, yeah, well, no, I I would just I wasn't able to sing them an octave down like. <laughs> I'm not as much of a basso profundo as he is to be able to do the, those Mufasa style parts. But yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully people can see him in the film because he's just really he's just really awesome. That's pretty good improvisations. OK, so between then and now, between you playing the drums with folk singers and Breakout in 2016, tell me everything else that is really you know, not. I mean, not we don't have to do it like everything else. But, you know, what else have you done that you want me and the audience to know about that you found totally interesting? Sure. Well, yeah, I've done, I've done a, a lot of different musical projects. Most recently, I did an animated musical series that's online called Steve's Quest. And that's about a uh, young software engineer and his uh, his struggles with love and work. I have a solo album that I put out recently that's called Slow Burn. Um, I have, uh, as far as the film score projects that I've done recently, there are Where is Slow Burn? Oh, well, that's available I mean, anywhere that audio products are sold. So on uh, you can get it on Stitcher, on iTunes. Uh, Amazon and, and so forth. Right on. That's cool. And Steve's Quest has its own website, correct? Stevesquest.com, yes. Okay. What else? What else? And I'm working on some film and TV scores right now um, for a couple of TV show projects. Uh, there's a, a teen cooking show in the making that's called Teen Chef. And I'm also working on uh, a comedy series that, that neither of these have come out yet, but it was the pilot for a comedy series that's called R&D. So that's been consuming a lot of my time recently. R&D has been particularly fun because I've been, uh, I, they, the director asked me to do that solely with weird forms of percussion, like shaking vitamin bottles and banging toothbrushes on things. I, can, I convinced him that I should at least put something a little bit melodic in there because, of course, like you can't hit a, a specific note. You can't create a melody with banging a toothbrush on something. Sure. So I, I convinced him to allow me to use 
tuned glass bowls or, you know, or, or sampled glass bowls anyway. But it, it's an interesting sound. It's different from what you'll normally hear in, in a TV or film score. So that, that's been fun. That's really fun and interesting. Now, recently, your the breakout film is in the California Women's Film Festival. Uh, this weekend, it's going to be in the California Women's Film Festival, yes. It's, it's pretty early in our festival run right now. Dancing with Films was one of the first that we applied to because we really wanted to get into it. It has a reputation for being really friendly to indie filmmakers, which is what we are, and to you know play some edgy and unusual stuff. And I think The Breakout definitely falls into that category. So we were very happy to screen there at, at the Chinese Theater in Hollywood. Yeah, it's a wonderful venue. It's a, it's a wonderful event. Yeah, the reason I ask is so the audience will be able to see The Breakout after it's done the festival run and then the decisions will be made of how it's distributed, whether it's, you know, going to be available online or Netflix or iTunes or one of these ways that most of us not in the movie industry see movies or go to watch our, our online entertainment. So what other projects are coming down the pipe? Right now I'm working on another musical that's in a very early stage right now, but that's going to be presented as a feature film as well. That's called Danny versus the darkness. And it's loosely based on the story of the rocker uh, Ronnie James Dio, uh, who was one of the uh, you know one of the heavy metal stars that I was really into as a kid. That was sort of what I was into. At the, yeah, he, but he had a voice. He had the voice. Yeah, yeah, um, incredible singer and also uh, really gifted writer. I mean, I'm not. It's not a. It's not a jukebox musical where I'm going to use his stuff. It's not like Mamma Mia or something like that. But the story uh, because is, is, you write all your own original music. That's a huge differentiator, and your music in the breakout was great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, and and that's that's my favorite. Uh, musical theater is my favorite way to do music because I get to tell a story, um, and actually, it's easier for me when I have a clear sense of the story I'm trying to tell with the songs than if I just have a pop song and uh, I need to come up with a love story that I can express in, you know, three verses and three choruses or something like that. I find that form a lot more restricting than being able to to tell the sweeping story over the course of a bunch of songs. And then you get to shape your own lyrics as well. Yeah. Um, in, in the case of The Breakout, I wrote the script, but uh, hopefully I will not. There's a reason why in musical theater, normally there are different people who do the music and lyrics and this, and what's called the book, which is basically the script, because it's a ton of work. Uh, particularly with something that's feature length. So right now I'm looking to partner with a book writer to help me to uh, to get through the script or the, the outline that I've written. And hopefully I can just restrict myself to working on music and lyrics, which I think is really where my... And that's my, for my the Danny are. project or another project coming down the pipe? For Danny versus the Darkness, there yeah, there, uh, there's another stage musical theater project that... I've been working on with a writing partner, um, and that's it, it based on a novel by Paul Zindel that's called The Effect of Gamma Rays on Men in the Moon Marigolds. I don't know if you've heard of that one. No, that's far out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, musical theater is my biggest passion, and thankfully I've got some projects in, in, in the pipeline that are in that uh, vein. And I mentioned this to you offline. I want to say it in front of the audience. I really see Chris Edgar as a writer. After seeing Breakout, I was so taken with the script and the story and the lyrics that when we got together to do this show and he gave me his links, he's got his URLs are cedgarmusic.com, C-E-D-G-A-R music.com, breakoutseries.com, which are all musically oriented, right? More so than writing. But I, I still will always 
view you as as a writer first, musician second. I guess it doesn't matter. The fact that you could do both is fascinating. Yeah, screenwriting is definitely well. It, I, I'm not as experienced with it as I am with just doing music, and so it's been a challenge for me. But I mean, I, I definitely have found that I love it. It's ideally I'll be able to focus, like I was saying, on on music and lyrics, and have another person work largely on the script, doing musical theater projects in the future, just because that way. It's easier since in, in, in musical theater, you best to workshop it or put the piece in front of just a bunch of people before it gets any sort of public exposure. People who are giving notes on the music and lyrics and so forth and how they mesh with the script and uh, with all the changes that need to be made based on the notes that you get in, in, the, in these workshopping sessions. I mean, having one person do all of those is just can be really strenuous, really time consuming. So just ha- having two people who can make the modifications based on the notes, I think, is a much better way to do it. And I asked Jen a little bit about casting breakout because the singers, performers and actors and actresses that you had in that show were pretty epic and very perfect for everything tone key i mean everything just seemed to be spot on how did you come across those folks uh, there were some people who uh jen already knew like uh, emma Faraby who plays cara or or scara and there were a few who just we showed up through the normal sort of casting uh websites where we just posted notices and so on um but it is really an incredible cast particularly in light of the fact that, like, like we were talking about offline, um, L.A. is usually, it seems like it's not usually the place where actors go who want to do musical theater because New York, definitely the place to get the most exposure as far as that's concerned. So it took a while for us to find people who, you know, were, who could act, sing, and dance. But the people that we found really, really, like you were saying, just, you know, just blow us away. Yeah, the sound, they had a sound and it was excellent. And Again, I also like the fact that it was sort of an underdog misfit story, um, a little bit more so. You know, it wasn't like a West Side story or a Grease where it was kind of like good guys, bad guys, or, you know, it wasn't like that. And it wasn't, you know, as sort of foofy as some of the other musical stuff go. Because there was kind of, there was a little breakfast clubby edge to, you know, almost a little Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But there was some dark note. It was kind of a coming of age story. Yeah, yeah I thought that that was fascinating. So you're in Los Angeles now. That's right. I'm, I'm in North Hollywood. And where are these next projects? They're going to be local to Los Angeles? Yes. The people that I'm writing with are in Hollywood. And yeah, I think we will present the stage musical in L.A. I mean, well, if we get an offer to present it on Broadway, I'm, I'm not going to turn that down. But that's what we're thinking about right now. And then the, the Danny versus the Darkness one, that's going to be a feature film. Wow, that would be really awesome. That would be very cool. Yeah. Well, I really want to thank you, Chris, for coming on the show. I want to repeat your websites for the listeners. CEdgarMusic.com and then Breakout Series. Dot com And that's the one we can watch both of them so that everybody is able to see Breakout probably towards the end of the year or keep in touch with us so that you can maybe catch it at a festival. I would not mind seeing it on the big screen. Anything musical is more epic always on a big screen, you know. Yeah. So I hope to talk to you again soon and we'll see how everything progresses and maybe we could have you on again closer to Danny versus the darkness. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Yeah, it's really good talking to you. Thank you so much, Chris. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, quick note. I wanted to add that the director of The Breakout, Jen Page, is featured on my other podcast, The International Women and Film 
podcast. You can find the notes at internationalwomeninfilm.com, episode 15. It might be coming after this episode with Chris Edgar has already published. Thank you. Super special thanks to Chris Edgar for allowing us to hear the opening number from the movie The Breakout called Something About the Blood. Enjoy! We are born upon this earth and we're severed by a blade And covered after birth in the blood from where we're made You might not remember, but for me the The blood beneath my skin is a river flowing near I just lift the dam and I drown my fear Cause there's something about the Something about her blood Something about 
our property. That's a liability. We can't let such a threat run free. We must do something about her M-I-C-H-E-L-E-TheTrainer.com. Read Michelle's blog posts at engineeringwellness.com. At M-I-C-H-E-L-E-Trainer on Twitter.